This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Nate Lundy. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host. That's S-D-R-O-T-A-R on Twitter if you're interested. And of course, it is hockey season, at least for one more week. The regular season is still here, and that means, of course, we're going to have our hockey expert, Nate Lundy, join us. And you can follow Nate on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Nate, we're down to it. This is the final week of the regular season. Whatever positioning teams are going to find themselves doing, they're going to need to do it now. Uh, what do you think for this last week? Are we expecting a lot of fireworks? Well, I, I think actually we will, Sean. I think we are going to see some fireworks because there are some matchups baked in here in these final, you know, five days or so that really do have some impacts, not the least of which is this first one we're going to talk about. Yes, indeed. We will do that now. We're going to head to the uh, Big Apple here where the New York Rangers will host the Carolina Hurricanes. Do uh, you want to playoff preview? Uh, how about this one? The Rangers 26-8-4 and four at home. The Hurricanes 24-12-4 and four away. And, oh, yeah, they're only four points separated at the top of the Metropolitan. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're also talking about not only the four points because they're obviously playing each other, but the Rangers actually have a game in hand here. They still have three games remaining this week, whereas Carolina only has two. Um, so this one has monumental impact on what it could look like in the Metropolitan Division because of the fact that, as you said, they're only separated by four, but the Rangers are going to get an extra game in this week. Um, and so they do have an opportunity, um, if especially if they can win tonight at the Garden, to leapfrog over the Hurricanes. And I, I'm actually going to, my pick is for the home team here. I'm going to roll with the Rangers. Um, I think the energy, I think the crowd there in New York knows how valuable this game is going to be. Um, I think that, you know, you're looking at two teams that each have won seven out of their last ten games. Um, you know, the Rangers are coming off of a loss, but I, I just think that right now, knowing they've got a game in hand, knowing that they could jump to the top of the division, I think the energy level that is going to be at Madison Square Garden tonight is going to be deafening. Yeah, I, I think it's the same, and that's in part uh, in my case because we're not uh, sure what's going to happen with Frederick Anderson, who's not expected to play as we record this here on Tuesday morning. Anderson, of course, uh, their lead goaltender in Carolina. Look, if he's not in, that changes things uh, dramatically. Anderson, 35-14-3, he's not going to be there. So, yeah, I think that tips it to New York. And again, when you start looking at lines, you may be looking at Carolina, who's ahead of New York, who's won four straight, and you're wondering, wait a minute, why are the why are they the underdogs? Well, that's why. Sometimes you have to make sure you, you check it out and make sure you have uh, these guys in the right position. You know, Antiranta, as a matter of fact, is even considered day-to-day. So obviously the Hurricanes at the moment have a significant issue in net. And that's why not only, Nate, do I like the idea of the Rangers winning this, I'm going to take them on the puck line at, over at DraftKings. It's a plus 200, 2-1 two to one at home against who knows in net. Yeah, I could take the Rangers by two. Yeah, I'd, I could easily see that. The other thing the Rangers have going for them, Sean, as I mentioned, they've got three games left. They are all at the Garden. They are at home for all three of their final games. It starts here with Carolina, then they've got one against Montreal, then they'll finish against the Caps. So um, this is a very favorable schedule for the Rangers. Um, they're coming off the loss on the road against uh, against the Bruins. But this is, I mean, this is all aligning for the Rangers to leapfrog the Hurricanes if they can get the uh, the job done tonight. 
Well, let's go over to uh, a couple of teams, at least one that doesn't have a lot to play for because they're the worst team in the West. That's the Arizona Coyotes, and they're on the road where they're even worse, 12-23-4, and four, and they take on the Minnesota Wild, of course, one of the West best, 51-21-7, including a very robust 29-7-2 and two at home. The Wild find themselves in a battle. The St. Louis Blues and the Wild both have 109 points. The Wild have a game in hand, but that doesn't help them if they don't win tonight. Yeah, you're exactly right. They need to be able to pick up this win tonight. And I'm actually going to focus in um, on the total in this one. I'm going to take the over uh, on the total goals sitting at six and a half. Part of the reason why I think Minnesota can score six by themselves. Um, There are only three teams in the NHL that average over four goals a game at home. The Wild are one of them. Um, And we know the Coyotes can't stop anybody. So I I think uh, this is kind of how I did the math. I think the Wild are going to score five or six in this game. So this is me saying, do I think Arizona can get at least one, maybe two, probably more like one um, across the line and to the back of the net? Yes, I think they can, which is why I'm going to take the over um, in this particular game. Again, the, the Coyotes allow a ton of goals. Minnesota knows how to score at home, as I mentioned. Um, so you put all this together, and I just really like the over in this game. I do, too. And obviously, this was when we get these kind of tip matchups, it's tough to find uh, the opportunities there. Look, on the money line, the Wilder minus 650. I mean, there's no point in touching that whatsoever. Go to the puck line. Minus 235, no real advantage there. Uh, I, I don't really love paying all the juice, so even when I looked at the goal in the first 10, I'm looking at that uh, minus 175, assuming that they will score. And I, I do assume they're going to score that one. So this one becomes uh, a very, very tricky one to bet, and that's the challenge here. So I, I'm with you. I think you have to take the over-under when you look at the games like this, unless you really like a player prop. I think it's the only thing that makes any sense at all. And if you do like any of the player props there, I guess when you're looking at a Minnesota team that is set up to score a lot of goals tonight in a game that they need to do, yeah, I'll, I'll do it again. I've picked him a whole bunch of times. Give me the guy who's leading the team in goals. That's Kirill Kaprizov, 45 goals on the year. I'll take him at the anytime score in which I still, Nate, have to pay a little bit of juice, minus 125. I mean, what a crazy one-sided game this is. Yeah, it'll be one-sided. I'll throw out the name that I like on an anytime goal, and that's Kevin Fiala. Um, Over the course of the last 10 games, he has 23 points. He is absolutely Yo. on fire right now. And you can get him at an anytime goal at plus odds right now at DraftKings at a plus 140. Um, two games against Arizona so far this season. He has a goal and two assists in those two games. Um, so I like Kaprizov. I do, but I'm actually going to go with Fiala where I don't have to pay the juice and I can get the plus odds. That makes an awful lot of sense. Yeah, that one is tricky for me when they're that one-sided trying to find something that you like. Well, our final matchup has uh, playoff ramifications, too. You have the Blues, who we just discussed. They will be taking on the top seed in the West, the Colorado Avalanche. But don't look now. The Avalanche are on a four-game losing streak. That skid is the worst of their season due to injuries and some guys resting. Yeah, it, and a lot of it has to do with um, those guys that are resting and injuries. And, and we, you know, what what we're hearing, um, you know, Sean, you and I are both here in the Denver area. What we're hearing is that, you know, if the playoffs were going on, some of these guys that are being held out would actually be playing. This is um, much more of let's try to get somebody as close to 100 um, percent as we possibly can before the playoffs take place. And in fact, at morning skate around, um, you know, Gabe Landeskog did not participate again. Miko Rantanen did not participate again. Um, so it appears that the 
the abs are going to be without those two stars um, again on the ice. And because of that, I'm actually not interested in the money line um, on this game at all, but I am interested in the total and it's been climbing slightly. It started earlier today at six. Um, I've seen it at some of the sports books up to six and a half, but I am looking at the over in this one. These are two teams um, that just their game averages over the course of the season. They are just scoring goals. Both of them over the course of the season average in their contest between themselves and their opponents over six and a half goals per contest. So the average certainly takes it up over this number, but most importantly, I'm looking at what St. Louis has done recently. The Blues have been over in five of their last seven, and in fact, in 14 of their last 20 games, they have hit the over. So a lot of this has to do with the fact that St. Louis and the Blues offense has been clicking lately. You mentioned the morning skate out in Colorado, and uh, worth noting that out of the guys that weren't there, one is returning, looks like today, Devon Taves was out there skating as well, participating fully, so perhaps that brings the goals down a little bit, but yeah, I think that bet makes a lot of sense. I'm going to be honest, this is a little bit difficult because the Avs have been so good at home, 31-5-3 this year, but the goaltending has been wobbly. Pavel Francouz got a shiner out of a weird random puck that went flying into, the, uh, flying into his eye during their game against Edmonton just it's it's a bad run for the avalanche right now and so I look at at a way to try to find a little bit that I like in here I like the blues to win this game they have more to play for which is honestly also one of the reasons the avalanche have not played well they've locked up the west for weeks so I'm going to take the blues to win it and I'm going to take it on the 60 minute line where all of a sudden then I can take the blues at a plus 210 to win this game tonight I just don't think the avalanche care right now I think they're just trying to get into the playoffs healthy where I think St. Louis has a lot to play for yeah, uh, St. Louis does have a lot to play for, and I think that's the motivation there. And again, this St. Louis team is starting to warm up at exactly the right time. Yeah, they haven't lost in regulation, by the way, in their last 10, so they're pretty hot. That's what we'll be looking at for a Tuesday. We'll make sure that we uh, keep stay with you as the week goes along. We'll be back on Thursday for a little bit more, but enjoy the hockey. If you have an opportunity to follow Nate on Twitter, you can do that at Nate Lundy. If you'd like to follow me, it's SDRO. T-A-R. Thanks for all the insight, Nate. Looking forward to doing it later this week. Yeah, absolutely. We got some great games. And, you know, by the time we're back again later this week, it's going to be even more uh, of a of a, a, a crystallized version of what the playoffs are going to look like. Some of these games are going to be really interesting. Yes. As a matter of fact, Dallas tonight, were they to win in regulation this evening, will knock Vegas out of the playoffs. So you're starting to see those last spots are going to uh, materialize uh, in rather quick order. In fact, the Stars and the Knights play tonight. So the big one, if you're just a hockey fan, enjoy that one as well. For Nate, I'm Sean. We'll be back next time. Thank you for listening to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network.